Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey and an update from the farm uh, with Jay Woodcroft out of ba- Bakersfield. Uh, re- keep texting us. We'll try to squeeze some more texts in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years. Two topics. Number one, are you concerned about the Oilers after last night's uh, less than engaged performance and route to a 4 nothing loss to Montreal? And uh, number two, uh, some felt that uh, Connor McDavid should have been suspended for uh, an elbow. I was thinking to myself, that's not an elbow. Let me show you an elbow. Uh, go look up uh, The Mother of All Elbows by Pavel Bury and uh, Shane Sherla. That's an elbow. Uh, a little bit of, uh, what was that Australian dude? Oh, Crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. That's a knife. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, again, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 4960063 or Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. Guests in the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Thrilled to serve you again for dine-in and take-out options. For details, visit jvedmonton.ca as we go to the river Cree resort and casino hotline our orders now headliner today for wilhawk beef jerky it just might be the best you've ever tasted search for wilhawk w-i-l-h-a-u-k today is david staples from the cult of hockey hello david how are you doing hey bob i'm good how are you all right uh, i'm okay uh i want to get some thoughts here from you first of all connor mcdavid the fine versus a suspension. Were you surprised that uh, there were more than a few uh, media pundits out there and blogger types that were calling for McDavid to be suspended? Your thoughts? I think the NHL got it perfectly correct, uh, you know, based on their record of discipline. Uh, he, it looked to me like it was something of a glancing blow, like he aimed his elbow maybe at his chest, at the player directly, but not, and it kind of popped up 
maybe hit him in the head. Certainly his head jerked back because of the blow. But it was I've seen far worse elbows to the head. This is more like a glancing blow that caused some harm. And if, if this had happened to McDavid, we would have all been saying there should be some action from the NHL. So there should be some action uh, on McDavid on this play. At the same time, Bob, as I was so when I saw the play, I was worried that he was going to get suspended. But at the same time, I was glad that he did it. I think it's important that Connor McDavid now and then loses cool, both yelling at the ref, standing up for himself, and now and then going full Mark Messier and using the elbows to send a message. And if that in this in the modern age, that's going to get you a fine, maybe a suspension. But he's got to, he's got to play. He's a we can see how intense he is on the ice. And every now and again, now and again, it won't hurt him to uh, take it out on the other team. Especially if they're not going to call the obvious infractions against him. Definitely. I mean, you just got to, if, if it's the law of the jungle, if it's just, if you're going to get away with fouls, I mean, it, it, and, and he could even express it after the game. I'm just getting sick of getting fouled. I'm going to hack back now and then. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to push back and uh, send that message to the league. They need to hear it. Yeah, Al, it's a, it's an interesting one, and it's it's funny. I, I mean, I'm thinking, oh, that's such an egregious elbow, and I'm like, that is not an elbow. I mean, <laughs> there's an entire, for those of you that just want to have fun one day, if you got an extra 20 minutes, just go on YouTube and type up Mark Messier elbows or Pavel Bure elbows. And fortunately, uh, God rest his soul for Gordie Howe, there was no video of Gordie Howe elbowing guys because he did it all the time, too. <laughs> it is, it, you know, and it's interesting. Brian Lott made a very valid point about the players being able to please themselves back when he played, and that doesn't occur as much today. You know, like the days of Bob Probert uh, skating by a player that was leaning on Steve Eiserman saying, what the blank are you doing? I'm going to... Those days don't really happen. I mean, not to near the same degree as used to happen, David, as you know, 25 or 30 years ago. All right. So that's part of the storyline for today. The other part, let's get to it. The Oilers got stomped. It was ugly. I believe you had the grade A scoring opportunities at 18-2. to David, I'm going to give you heck right now. Once again, you're embellishing how many scoring chances the Edmonton Oilers are getting in game. You saw it because I only had them with one A-grade opportunity the entire game. Well... Uh, so which should one, we be which, con- which one did you have? I had Tyson, like Tyson Berry shot off the post that Yamamoto screened, and then Cassian yeah. had a tip, and Torres yeah. took a shot, and no. Cassian tipped it, which was kind of a borderline A Cassian, B. Cassian was in too tight, David, on that one. So yeah, the Berry yeah, one was the only one. All right. So <laughs> are you concerned? That was the other part of our discussion with the listeners today. Are you concerned about that game? I'm concerned about the last three games. I think the orders were outplayed in each of the games. Uh, they got the win because Mike Smith stood on his head, and that's part of hockey. That's a great part of hockey when the, when your goalie does that for you. But Toronto looked like the better team to me in both of the games, and Montreal just absolutely stomped them. Um, so it's it's just there's something isn't clicking right now with the orders. Maybe they're just tired. Maybe they're in a down spell, but this is the second time they've played tough teams. You know, they, they lost the three in a row to Toronto. And now, now this, where I, I thought they were the weaker team on the ice, all three games. So Bob, they, they have some, they have some issues that they have to address. Fortunately, one of them isn't goaltending, but there's things that aren't clicking that aren't working both on, uh, on the forward lines and on defense. And the question now is, okay, do they, 
can they solve these problems internally by moving players around and or calling some up from the farm or are they going to have to spend some assets at the deadline so they can win the uh, Canadian division in the playoffs and uh, at this point I'm thinking they might have to make a trade and who would you trade well, you'd have to trade. I think you'd trade one of their prospects. They have lots of prospect demon um, who are up-and-coming players. They have some prospect demon on the team. They have Caleb Jones. They have William Logason. They have Dmitry Samarukov. They have... Um, what are, sorry, what are those guys getting you? They have, they're going to have to give up a draft pick as well. And we saw the price for Eric's first stall was a third and a fifth. So you're yeah. looking for kind of an equivalent. I think some of these, some of the, I'm not sure, maybe I'm overestimating Sam Marukov. He might be worth a second-round pick uh, in terms of trade equivalency. So if you package up him with, like a, with a fifth pick, maybe you can get a player as good as Stahl. And I would have loved it if the Oilers could have got Stahl for that price. I think that would okay. have been a heck of a trade. So that's the kind of trade they should be looking at. And um, it may be available. Any concerns with the top six as to who should be playing with Connor McDavid and what options the Oilers have? Well, before they make a trade, Bob, I'd like to just see them explore all their options. And the one thing we haven't seen this year is Dominic Cahoon with McDavid. Cahoon has done, I would say, okay um, with with Leon Dreisaitl. He hasn't he hasn't been good enough that he's getting into every game or or holding that position necessarily but he hasn't been terrible he's been fine um they've outscored the opposition with Cahoon and Drysaddle 13 to 10 so that's okay it's not great but Cahoon is an interesting player he doesn't need the puck and he's a very smart player I think he's smart defensively and offensively and I think that he might be I think you have to be the, the primary thing you need to play with Connor McDavid is high hockey IQ and I think Cahoon has that so why not try that you don't have to make a trade if suddenly you find a winger who meshes with McDavid this year other than Leon Draisaitl who's been doing who was doing well up until the last few games with McDavid so give Cahoon a chance and see if that works and if it does work maybe you don't maybe you've solved that problem internally the other guy I'd like to see get a chance, and I wish this had happened a couple of weeks ago, was Tyler Benson. And, and I know that um, you know the quarantine rule just changed now, and it's just yeah. seven days now. But would you? I, he's. I don't think he has anything more to prove in the AHL. Is there a possibility that he could fit in on a line with Leon Draisaitl and Connor McDavid? I mean, it's asking a lot, but he's absolutely crushing it at the AHL level. He's the second leading scorer in the league, and um, he's got NHL level passing skills, which would work well with both of those players. He doesn't have to carry the puck end to end. He's got two guys who will do it. So I don't think he's. I, I would like to see him get a chance too, but that's not going to be able to happen before the trading deadline. So um, if the don't acquire someone they might want to still look at Benson in that spot well possibly maybe there's some organic options there though Holloway is no longer one of them because of the yeah um, uh, Oilers top four defense is it solid enough it's not for me just for the record David so I might be asking a redundant question <laughs> well 
there's some good news and some bad news. I mean, Darnell Nurse and Tyson Berry had been playing very well, but they fell off a cliff uh, defensively in the last couple of games. Tyson Berry in particular, he was just really struggling. And Nurse did against Montreal as well. So Nurse has been playing like a true number one defenseman this year. Like, you know, we, we always asked ourselves here in Edmonton, Bob, do the Oilers have a number one demon? Well, we do. He's Darnell Nurse, and I think we can say that all very clearly uh, right now. But he, Tyson Berry may not be the best used is in a top pairing when it comes to defensive play. So, But the good news is Ethan Bear's trending up. He's been playing. I mean, he had a rough, he had really a, well. a rough play on the uh, three-on-two uh, three to start the game, but that was a very difficult play. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, Ethan Bear, he's been uh, keeping a clean sheet in terms of not making major mistakes on scoring chances against in recent games, other than that, and uh, moving the puck well. So Nurse and Bear could be one top-four answer. And then Adam Larson has been killing it as a two-way player this year, and you just need to find the right guy. You know, interestingly, Bob, and I know people, some people are going to hate to hear this, but I think Chris Russell has been is playing right now the best hockey, some of the best hockey he's played as an Edmonton Oiler. He's reached that level again that he had attained um, in his when he was with Sekera and playing very well. And and he surprisingly he and Larson have played well together. So William Logason is starting to fade badly. And Caleb Jones is an option there, but I don't know. What do you think? I, I would like to see Jones in the lineup, but I think Russell and Larson could could act as kind of a shutdown pairing in tough minutes and get the job done. I just wonder with Lagason getting his minutes reduced the last couple games, the same thing happened to Bouchard when they pulled him out. They cut his yeah. minutes back, and I'm wondering if maybe that's not a uh, uh, you know a tactical sign that maybe we're about to see Jones get implemented back in. David, tonight on uh, 6.30 Chid, Canada and COVID one year later. It's a special that's going to run at 8. You've been covering COVID uh, for the last year for Post Media out of Edmonton here. Uh, just an update on where we're at with the vaccination uh, situation, because I know the vaccines were a big part of the storyline that you were following. Well, from the, the vac- vaccines, in terms of acquiring them, Bob, as you know, are a federal responsibility. And Trudeau uh, made a couple promises. First one, he said we were going to be first in line for vaccines. And that clearly hasn't happened. We're somewhere in the 60, 60th in line for vaccines. Um, so, and we're way, way behind countries like the United States and England and Israel that are now starting to open up again and enjoy the old, the, the before time. They're going back to the good old days of things being open. So we're way behind that. The good news is Trudeau's second promise, which he made in uh, late November, was that we'd have 6 million vaccines by the end of March. And he We are meeting that target. Um, And it looks like the very good news is there's such a glut of vaccine, it turns out. It's looking like, at least from all these um, big producers in the United States, uh, England and Europe, that Canada, we may well uh, meet Trudeau's third target, which is to have something like... I'm not sure if it's 30 or 36 million, if he's including the 6 million from March or not. But a good number of us, almost all of us who want a vaccine will get it by the end of June. And um, I'm starting to think that's going to happen. So that's excellent news. All right. Great stuff, people. Uh, David, how do people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at D Staples uh, for the Cult of Hockey stuff. Awesome stuff, David. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. You bet. It's 119 in Edmonton. Uh, we're going to uh, get to our North Division report coming up for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So then I'm going to dip back into the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Here it is. 122 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Speaking of Connor McDavid, Haji has texted the show to say Bob on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Kevin BX has said exactly what every defensive coach tells uh, uh, his or her players uh, prior to playing the uh, Oilers. The refs aren't going to call everything. I disagree with your assertion that refs can't keep up with the play. With the two-ref system, there are more than enough eyes to see the infractions, especially considering most of the infractions happen when Connor doesn't have the puck. The onus is on the Oilers GM to stand up for his players and advance their cause. Ken Holland has the swagger to make waves. Um, I wish he would. I guaranteed Berkey would. That one comes to us from Haji. It's interesting. It's an interesting perspective. See, and, and, and when I say there, there's moments where he's moving so fast and he's so skilled, I wonder if the, if the officials aren't necessarily sure of what I'm giving the refs an out just by saying he's so damn good that it's tough to make those calls. Maybe I shouldn't be giving them an out, but I'm giving them an out there. And in terms of uh, Ken Holland or management, you know, I mean, Brian Burke did the infamous quote with the Sedins and the treatment of the Sedins, who are world-class players, you know. What was it? Sedin is not Swedish for hack or slash or whatever it was. It was good stuff. Um, Andrew has texted the show to say, only move I'd like to see the Edmonton Oilers make is for a veteran leadership type, Ryan Getzlaff is the best option. I wonder if that would be an off-season uh, uh, thing. Barney has says, Bob, find a new guest that will disagree with you more. Challenge each other for thoughts instead of this Oilers love fest. That one comes to us from Barney. Thank you, Barney. Nice name. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Um, now, when you were a kid and you watched the Flintstones, did you like Barney more or Fred? So a question I've often asked. Bob, who says no? Koskinen for Gostas Bear. Uh, I would say the Oilers would say no. Gostas Bear's got two years left, and he has a significant bonus, which he's due July 1st. So I would say like the Oilers got a year left on... Uh, uh, yeah, he's got a year left. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, there we go. Uh, 
Tiny, Tiny said, Ted says, Bob, for goodness sakes, that was a serious elbow by McDavid. Stop comparing it to the biggest elbows of all time. You're not helping Connor's cause. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. All righty, here we go. Here we go indeed. Yes, indeed. It's 125 in Edmonton. It is that time for your North Division report. Brought to you Monday, Wednesday, Friday by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Uh, big game tonight in Winnipeg, as mentioned. The Jets are hosting the Leafs in a battle of 1-2 in the North Division. Winnipeg a point back with a game in hand. Edmonton six points up on Montreal, who do hold down the final playoff spot. Uh, Calgary is in Vancouver tonight. They've got identical records through 37 games played. Ottawa with points and five straight, but they are still well out of contention. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home. It all starts at Sold Today Edmonton list it sell it move on you know it's interesting i make that uh the flintstone reference with with fred and barney and uh the problem is i've had more than one or two uh individuals over the years suggest that i bore a, or bear a striking resemblance to uh, fred flintstone uh what was this uh, twinkle toes uh i may have had somebody once call me that at a wedding uh you know you, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself uh i'm sure fred once looked like tom cruise back in the day as well anyhow there's an old saying in the car business cars cost less than a task when outstanding customer service is a key to business as well brent rich ford is a 10-time presence award winner for customer satisfaction but why do they win it because they treat you fairly when you buy a vehicle they offer fair prices on warranties insurance and coverage and financing fees they got a great service department let uncle melt rich johnny and the gang brent rich ford out in wetaskiwin lend a hand you can reach them one 877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, what about Wilma and Betty? Oh, you know, whatever. It's all good. Uh, uh, the Chisler has texted the show to say, Bob, Connor's hit elbow definitely, but certainly not from the slap shot era caliber. Uh, try playing in the actual 70s and the 80s. Oh, Chisler, you, you were like junior A. You know, stuff that happened in those days, scary stuff. Uh, suspendable, no chance. Fine, okay, fine. I'm fine with what the league chose. And again, I think a lot of people probably are. I just found it really interesting how many people thought there should be a suspension. Uh, Bob, did you have too much to drink with your breakfast today? Uh, this was a dirty elbow. Connor deserved to be suspended. Well, I don't have breakfast. So, yeah, too much to drink, I don't know. Twinkle Toes, Tom Cruise, Bob, you're awesome, even if you do look like Fred. Oh, thanks for that. Uh, come on, Bob. Poor Connor. Most stars in the NHL always have somebody hanging on the most nights, but it's always the oil whining. We're not whining. We're talking about it because he got fined, and there were a bunch of individuals out there saying he should have been suspended, and it's part of the debate. Okay. Again, you can text us at 780. Uh, Bob, Fred was my favorite, and yes, Bob, you do kind of look like him. <laughs> Steven adds from BC, Fred all the way. And last night, Edmonton as a team, they were pure vanilla. And he adds, you should get Bobby Orr on your show and get his perspective on protecting NHL stars uh, in this decade. Uh, he was, uh, he'd be, an, well, an expert. Bobby took a lot of uh, knees, right? That was part of the issue for him, guys. With, he was such a superior skater. You know, there's only two defensemen in NHL history that had better than a point per game, and the Oilers had one of them. 
We all know Bobby Orr was the other, but Paul Coffey and Bobby Orr were the only two. That's what I like. We got lots of people saying, you know what, I disagree with you, Starford. That's okay. It's all good. It's all good, my man. 129 in Edmonton, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And we're going to go to La Farm. Jay Woodcroft up next in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.